Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Oh, sorry. That was my cue to say something. <laughs> wow. Hi. Um, what up? Today, I'm going to talk about <laughs> lunchtime games. Games under 30 minutes that are good for playing during lunch breaks with coworkers. Now, Johnny had a question. Why did I type minutes? Where? Well, I Where think it says that's games supposed under 30 to be. Minutes? No, I think this is supposed to be the word minutes next to Spyfall. Is that supposed to be the word? Oh, I don't know what ha- I don't know what that that is. <laughs> is that supposed to be the I word minutes? I uh, it is. I mean, it says it says minutes. It does say minutes. It's just it's spelled M I N I T S. I don't remember typing that, <laughs> but that may have been. I may have typed that while I was actually trying to listen to you. Um, be out of it. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Well, I don't actually, I mean, I have coworkers, but I, just I don't actually have coworkers uh-huh. to take lunch with. Yeah, you don't so. have lunch breaks. I have, I have cats. Mm-hmm. So. Well, um, I don't think any of these games are good for kitty kitties. Um, well, I'm sure my cats would enjoy playing with the pieces. They like to Godzilla games when I have them out, so yeah. they, they would enjoy that. Well, uh, Sushi Go might be good for them. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess we should, uh start this properly huh yes okay here's the theme song Was the theme song. <laughs> so yeah, let's let's roll that beautiful bean footage. Oh no, we already did that. <laughs> we already did that. We already rolled that <laughs> bean footage. Well, okay, so let's just talk about Hanabi for a second here. Never played it. You've never played Hanabi? Nope. Okay. Do you know anything about it? I don't. Great. So it's a uh, hidden information game insofar as everyone else can see what cards you have, but you cannot. You don't get to oh, know what cards you okay. have. Okay. Okay. And you're... So you, you like hold them backwards? Yeah, you hold them backwards. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And you have clue tokens. So you can say like, okay, I'm going to use one of the clue tokens. This card and this card are both fives. What do you, I mean, what are you going to do with that information? So that's the fun of the game is trying to make your one through five firework display. But you can't, you can't know what the cards are. Okay. So it's a fireworks game. Yes. R&R publishes it. R&R games. We, I like R and R games. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't like all of their games, but they have quite a few that I do like. So they're yeah. good. They're good people. Yeah, I like quite a few of their games. Yeah, I mean, there's some of their some of their party games. I don't I, you take them or leave them. I don't really care. But their their hardcore games are great. Yeah, yeah, I really like Spike, for example. Yep. So uh, I have High Tide on the list, which mm-hmm. uh, is from Queen Games. Yes. Uh, this is that game that just appeared randomly in their catalog. It totally did. And I just picked it up because it had like these really cute. It like, had flip flops. <laughs> it had flip flops and I loved it. Uh, it's a dice game and it plays. It, it. It's one of those ones that we joked about because it says it's got five expansions in the box. Yeah, it doesn't. And it doesn't. They're not expansions. It's got five variations of play in yeah. the box. But it, it plays in, in really 30 minutes or less. It, it's It's a pretty quick game. It's a dice game. Um, it's really fun though. I like it. You're on, you're on the beach and the main non variation version of the game is that you're trying, you're trying to move your beach chair closest to the water before the tide comes in and washes it away. Is there a, hmm. so it's a press your luck. What, are the, what are the variants, John D? I have not played the variants yet. Okay. So I know I one of them's like a shark. I think there's a shark variant. Um, but I honestly haven't played any of the variants, so I can't speak to them. Okay. I actually haven't even really looked at them. But there's them. not like a hurricane no. flood one. There is no hurricane flood variant. Okay, because I mean, the it, the tide's coming in, so the beach is pretty much like getting full of water anyway. But no, there is no like hurricane variant at all. Okay. So no. <laughs> That's good. Uh, patchwork is another thing that I've added to my list. Now, this, this is a two player only. I have played the other uh, quilting game. Which also you could play at lunchtime, which is uh, Quilt Show. Quilt Show. Okay. Uh, I don't know anything about that, about Quilt Show. You're also making a quilt. 
Well, Patchwork's not really about making a quilt. I mean, it's an abstract game. Okay, quilt show really is you're you're making a quilt and you're like competing at a quilt show. Oh yeah, Patchwork's not like that at all. Patchwork is just you pick a tile, you put it on your board, and like you Tetris these pieces together. Ginger is having trouble figuring out how to leave the. She's like just pressing her face against the door. She knows how to use it. <laughs> I also put crokinole on this list, and John D was giving me a hard time about yeah, that. Yeah, because okay, I I get that you can play. I put it at hard lunchtime. to transport. Do you it see is. where it says hard I to mean, transport? I mean, seriously, it do, okay. You can get crokinole bags, and okay, we have to disclose here that I do work for Mayday Games. Mayday Games is not the only company that makes crokinole. They aren't, though. but they are. The, the most affordable they do make those bags though and they do make bags and they're great but so it is you easier to transport if you have the mayday games bag however it is not the easiest game just to throw in your car and take to work for lunch it's not but if you happen to have it there like if your work happens to have one in the lunchroom or something sure it's a great game to play at lunch why not we have one here in my kitchen <laughs> Well, I mean, if you happen to work from home and have coworkers at home, sure. I mean, I work from home. And, and you have a crokinole board at your home. I have a crokinole board at my home. Yeah, you have crokinole, as you crocomole. said. <laughs> um, but as I said before, my coworkers Look, aren't in my home. I know so. for a fact that cats can figure out how to play crokinole. Because well, they just like boop, 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 boop with their paws. That's true, but I don't think they'd be very good at it. I don't know that they would be either, but they can still play it. Splendor. Splendor. Okay, so disclosure here. I have only played Splendor on the app. Awesome game. And now that I've played it on the app, I would like to play the actual non-app version. Ginger, you just press it with your face. You've used that door hundreds of times. We don't need to play by play. Uh, I have your cat. No, we don't. Uh, but so my copy of Splendor still has like the hard pieces of metal inside the chip, so they're nice and heavy. Mm -hmm. But I think the one that we have in the library is probably just all plastic mm, mm, yeah. at some point they changed it for i'm sure production costs reasons probably it's great game though yeah definitely um we have hive on the list which is i like to call it chess but with bugs it's not really true they're they're little hex tiles they're made out of that like not plastic but also not ceramic material yeah yeah um like little hexagonal pieces mm -hmm. and you it's got bugs and you put them on the like the table and you make little right now is it more than two players because i know it plays really well at two players i mean i guess you could play it with more than two players but as far as i'm aware it's only designed for two players okay. it's like playing um i don't know a bug game it'd be like playing patchwork with teams oh okay. you could do it got but... it we also put love letter on this list all right, well, now I know how Johnny feels about Love Letter. I like Love Letter. Love Letter takes like 15 minutes to play. Okay, so I like Love Letter, but I don't understand like all the hubbub over Love Letter. Like, people go crazy over Love Letter, and I don't get it. Here's the deal, right? Game comes out, it's 16 cards. That's it. I know, but like people go nuts over it. Yeah. And, like, well, because, you know, having a game that's actually really good and has so little components that's but then they keep slapping more themes on it and everybody well, keeps yeah. buying more copies of the same stinking game over and over and over and i just i don't get it i well aeg likes to make themselves available do you want to play um i don't know batman love letter no that's real i don't there's also hobbit love letter no Lord of the rings there's Adventure Time? I mean, we played the Cthulhu love letter. Yes, that one works a little bit differently. It has some new mechanics. That one was kind of cool. Letter. That, that one was kind of cool. Yeah, that is a little bit different, but it's still the same idea. King of Tokyo is also on this list. King of Tokyo is supposed to take half an hour. If you're playing with like six players, it's not going to. But if it's like three people... It also does not only take 30 minutes when you're playing it with an eight-year-old and a six-year-old. No, no. Th this 30-minute this playtime definitely assumes that you're going to play it with not chit chat adults. yeah <laughs> you're just gonna get down to it yeah sushi go i think also is fair a fair lunchtime game 
Yeah. Wow. So John D. so far hates Love Letter <laughs> and Sushi Go. Uh, okay, so Games I like... Games that make John D. yawn. This I like Sushi Go Party. I do not like regular yes, Sushi, sushi Go. Sushi Go Party is also good. I don't like regular Sushi Go. The difference there is that they added more variants and different cards, and you can not always... You don't always have to play the same card. They call it, like, changing the menu. I'm doing air quotations, but you can't see it. Yeah, I found Sushi Go Party to be a little bit less blah. Yeah, I guess I guess so. I mean, I don't know. I just found it to be less blah. It's not gonna. It's not ever gonna be my go-to game, ever. Well, what is what is on your your go-to game for as far as games? as far as lunchtime games? Yeah. Um, it would be a hard sell for me to have any under thirty-minute game. Really, I just I'm not. I like I like heavier games. I guess Jaipur. Jaipur is on your list, yes. Um, for just a two-player game, it's a really great. Um, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to explain. It's been a long time since I've played it. Well, so, Asmodee is publishing it these days. That's all I really know. Um, I'm actually pulling it up so that I can describe it correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, I get the stupid city and not the game. When I well, it's play. it's like a. Yeah, it's negotiation. Yeah, I mean it is. It's got it's it's like a risk and luck kind of game. It's there's I know there's set collection involved. There is. There is. Um I'm pulling it up on board game view. Like oh, I've wow. pulling the curtain back on the magic here. Yeah, no kidding. So yeah, it's it, you're a trader. And you you and but there's also risk taking in it. You can either you can you take cards, you sell cards. It is there's set collection. Um, it's set in like the far east, so the art is very like, you know, there's camels. This is a two-player only game. Yes. Like patchwork. Yeah. Patchwork. Um. Yes. What was that? I've just lost my train of thought. That's all. Okay. Well, Escape: Curse of the Temple is definitely not a two-player game. You can play it two-player. It'd be kind of weird not to, um, it'd be kind of weird two player. Mm, I mean, it would work. It's it'd be definitely, really it's hard. playable. I've definitely played it two player. I feel um, like it'd be really hard two player. So uh, escape, curse the temple. It's one of my favorite little real time. Oh geez. I almost knocked my microphone on the ground. It's one of my favorite little two player, two player real time. It's one of my favorite real time dice games. There you go, Jared. Huh. <sighs> I'm I'm knocking you off your game now. Well, I almost knocked this microphone stand onto the ground. And that would have been I mean the microphone would have been fine. These are these are good microphones. Uh Curse of the Temple, you I mean it takes ten minutes. It, it's always gonna take yeah. ten minutes unless yeah. you die or escape. Right. If everybody locks all gets all the like the bad dice rolls and then you run then out you of the, like, the bonus dice. Uh, gems, then yeah, it's either gonna take ten minutes or it's gonna take less than ten minutes. Right so now, you good. have Camel Up on here. I do have Camel Up on there. I don't think I've ever played a game of Camel Up and it lasted less. Right, than... that's because the way we play Camel Up is really stupid. The game, the game is supposed to be one lap around. You're not supposed to sit there and try to math out all of the camels. <laughs> You're not supposed to go, okay, well, hold on, guys. Okay, so Orange Camel, if Orange Camel rolls a two or a three, then he's going to win. Otherwise, White's going to win. Unless. So are you saying White, we take our camel racing way too we seriously? Ta- we take that game way too seriously. <laughs> the game is not, you're not supposed to think about anything in that game. You're supposed to be like, all right, all right, well, that camel won. Okay, great. That game took three seconds. <laughs> takes us like three hours to play a game of camel up because we do three laps but we, no, every, we've only played done a three lap thing one time more than once and we had a lot of fun when we did that yeah that's true john got scared and had to run away and hide behind the furniture <laughs> he totally did <laughs> he didn't get scared it was just a really tense moment it so was he was like oh god i can't deal like, with this oh my god oh my god it was so much fun though i loved that, that but was yeah a fun camel moment. up is supposed to take Camel up. If you play it the way that we don't play it, you can play it in a lunch break. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, we take all our games probably a little bit too seriously. I don't know that we do, 
There's... At least one member of our group at some po- at any given time is taking some part of the game too seriously. That's probably true. <laughs> That's probably definitely true. And it's almost never the same person twice. That's It depends on the game, I guess. Yeah. Depends on what game we're playing, whether or not who's doing what too much. Yeah. Fair assessment. Yeah, so uh, I noticed that you put you put t- pixel tactics on here. Pixel 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 tactics. Jesus. Pixel tactics. <laughs> also, just a two-player game. Yeah, so having pixel tactics on here makes me remember. There's games called like Magic the Gathering and Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh and all of those trading card games that you could also play a few rounds of. Yeah, we didn't put those on the list because I just don't think about them existing. Which yeah. is which is funny because I used to be like big time into Pokemon. I don't like flat crack. Like big time into the Pokemon trading card game, like playing as a semi professionally. I I personally am not into games that make you need to buy more boosters and more boosters and more boosters. It's great if you are into them. It's great if those if that's your style of game. It's just not mine. I used to be into that. Um, I can't afford... I call it the flat crack. I can't afford the flat crack. Um, yeah, there's definitely a monetary aspect of <laughs> playing those games. There is. Definitely. And it's, honestly, it's great if that's what you're into. And more power to you. Um, it's just not my thing. But Pixel Tactics... I've never played, I had never played any of the Pixel Tactics until the Mega Man. Yeah, you guys got the Mega Man. Yeah, because my husband is really into Mega Man. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and pick this up. And now that we picked up the Mega Man version and played it, I was my, I was like, I really like this. And I want to go back and buy more of it. So I think we're going to get that, that um, the big box of pick the Pixel Tactics and then start picking up all of them and fill up the big box. So it's really fun. And you can play it definitely in under 30 minutes. So you could sit down with a coworker and and play a game of Pixel Tactics and have a good time, especially if you're into like the old, like the '80s genre of video games. It kind of gives you that nostalgia. Uh, '80s is not a genre of video games. Okay, the but '80s I know what you mean. look I know what of you video mean. games. You mean like eight bit? Yes, the '80s look of video games. Sure. The eight bit. Right, but the '80s. When you say the '80s. Now I had an Atari twenty, Atari twenty six hundred. No, no, Johnny. What? 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 What year do you think this is? All right, Pixel Tactics. Pixel Tactics. If anything, is late eighties. Okay, then eighties. I was right when oh I said. God. I was right when I said eighties. Actually, it depends because some of the NES games came out in the nineties. Okay. Are you, but look, are you the, looking up what no, year the eighties were? No, what year the eighties? When were? I think of eighties video games, me personally, I think of like the Atari twenty six hundred or like the Amiga, and Pixel Tactics does it. If anything, has very end of the life NES, very beginning Super NES, but not really Super NES. Okay. <sighs> I'll take your word for it. I'm yeah. not a video game person, so that's fine. Pe- most people don't even know what an Amiga is, so that's I fine. I don't. <laughs> you know what an Atari is, though. I do. I do you do. know what the Atari 2600 is? Yes. That's the one with the wood paneling and that um, almost have ruined you met the my video pa- game husband? industry. He wouldn't. He would. I, he has forced me to know what those things are. Okay, but he doesn't know what an Amiga is. He probably does. He probably I, does. He's probably told me, and I and have just probably purposely forgotten. Okay, so let's say hypothetically you're you're wanting to play games with more than two people. Yes. Uh, code names. I still don't understand how that works with more than two people. You just have a team. What do you What do you mean you don't understand how it works? You've played it with more than two people. Okay, we played it with four people. I'm not I don't saying, understand how it would work with more than that, though. I'm not saying code names d- duets. Okay, like the four people, I don't understand how you would add to that. Okay. It doesn't make sense to me. You just you have teams. We'll play it at Extra Life. Okay. And I'll I'll show you how it works. We can play Codenames Disney because I have it right now, <laughs> even though it's not supposed to be out yet. Oh shame on good that job store. Barnes and Noble. <laughs> yeah. Good job. You know what Barnes and Noble? Thank you for letting me get a game weeks before it was supposed to come out, 
I don't know why you had it on your shelf. Well, good job to whatever that distributor was that sent it out before they were supposed to. <laughs> anyway, code names. You, uh, you, you, you sure you can't figure out how it would work? I mean, I guess you have two code givers, the clue masters or code masters or whatever stupid nonsense name is called. You get your your clue givers. You got your guessers. If you're on a guessers, you just be like, all right, well, let's see. Oh, man, what do, which one do you think? You think this is the right one? Oh, I don't know. Well, he, well, look, he said he said airplane three. And there's four words that I can think of for airplane. But one of them is really obscure. And I don't know if it was that one. He would have said airplane four. I oh, man. But what if he's a bad clue giver? What do you think? I just don't think it would be fun like that with a bunch of teams and stuff. Well, it's not like we're talking like 20, 30 players. I would not play code names more than like eight people. I just don't think that it would work with that many. But it, Family Feud, how does Family Feud work? Steve Harvey comes by and says, all right, what what's one thing you don't want to find your neighbor doing inside your house? Yeah, but each person individually makes their Yeah, best. and they're all stupid answers. <laughs> they are then they're like, oh, gr- uh, gr- greasing himself up and riding a lawnmower. All right, survey says, bing, that's up there. Greasing himself up and riding around on a lawnmower. What? what? Family feud. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I watched that show just because, what? <laughs> there's, there's always at least one person that gives a stupid, just nonsensical answer. We asked 100 people on the street, what is one thing they would not want to find their neighbor doing inside their house? And there's always going to be some guy that says, greasing himself up and riding a lawnmower. <laughs> no kidding. Yep. <laughs> yep. I actually really enjoy like the random videos you find on Facebook from that show. Oh, like the little clips. oh yeah. Like, uh, like the worst answers ever given yes. on game shows. Yes. And those worst answers always come from some little old innocent looking lady. And you're just like, what? I don't know. I don't know. Surely they pre-plan that stuff. They have to. I don't. And now look, you've got me off on a tangent again. I don't think that's how game shows work. Now it does say that like certain portions of the show may be pre-recorded for time, but that doesn't mean that they were like, all right, in this next section, a little old lady is going to say something obscene as an answer. And, and then she's going to get all embarrassed. And she's going to giggle, and Steve Harvey's going to make that face that he makes where his oh, eyes get real big. He's like, yeah, that exact face right there. <laughs> right. <laughs> For the record, Johnny just made the Steve Harvey face. Yeah, if you've ever watched Family Feud and or you've seen ever the seen clips, him, that's the face that. Anyway, code names. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, moving on from, right. from that. Now, this one you can definitely agree, Johnny, that you need more players for. Spyfall. Yeah, well, I've only played it with more players. I played it yeah. with like eight or nine people. So yeah, it's not gonna work with like three people. Although the first time I played it, I totally misunderstood how it worked. Were you the spy? No, or, or, I just oh, thought, that's right. You thought everybody everybody thought, had different locations. Yeah, because that I don't understand how that would make sense. I thought everybody had different locations, and I was really confused. Yep. How it worked. So. Well, one person has a card that just says spy on it. Everyone else has a card that says a location like a museum. And the spy has to figure out where they are. The people that are at the museum have to figure out who the spy is. But they all have the same location. Yeah, I did not get that the first time it was taught to me. So my answers that I was giving were real dumb. (laughs) And everybody thought I was a spy, even though I wasn't. Because the answers I was giving were real inconsistent. <laughs> okay. Well, yep. Uh, I, I just, look, there's Spyfall 2 right there. We're going to play that sometime. Okay. We'll play that at Extra Life. We're going to be playing a lot of different, yeah, well, we're going to we be 24, there for 24 hours. hours. What's yeah. something else that you have on your half of the list? Um, I have Timeline. Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say. Yes, Timeline. Who publishes that? Uh, oh, it's like Mad. Mad- it's it's Asmodee, right? Pr- probably they publish like everything. <laughs> I think it says like Madigo on it, which is Asmodee now. Yeah, I think so. Timeline is not a game. Kinda. No, it's not. Timeline is. Look at the card. It says three three hundred thousand BC. 
Where does that go? Does that go before or after 600,000 BC? It's kind of a game. Can be. Mm. I mean, it's not not a game. Mm. It's not shock tato. <laughs> well, yeah. It's not guac talk. <laughs> and it's no shock tato. Shock tato very specifically says not a toy. Not a toy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, I mean, you could quote unquote play timeline definitely. And I think timeline minutes. would be better suited for like a classroom activity. Yeah. For like a history class. But you know, if you're, um, you know, if you and your coworkers enjoy history or something like that, then it would be a fun, a fine activity at lunchtime. There are mm. plenty of people that enjoy the game a lot. All right. I'm well, not exactly one of them, but another large group game is the Resistance. Also, I haven't played that. Well, you've played Secret Hitler. Yes. Basically, the same game. Oh, uh, well, I would rather play Secret Hitler then. Well, so the difference is in the Resistance, you go on missions, and you either succeed or fail depending on if one of the spies is in the mission so... or not. Versus passing a law and Are having one person. Are we just going through a period where it's just cool for game companies to make hidden role games? Yeah, I think so. Got it. I think so. Okay. I mean, that's not bad. I mean, no, it just gets kind of old that, that, you know, everybody's making them. Well, if they innovate, then it's fine. If it's just the exact same game that somebody else has already made, except you put a different paint on it. Right. But, I mean, if there's some innovation then it's fine. Right. Like Spyfall is a different game than the resistance, but they're both hidden role games. Secret Hitler is a different game from two rooms and a boom. Right. Two rooms and a boom sounds like not a game I would enjoy. Oh, it's going to be great. It, it involves it. me to get up and move. Yeah. Just you, then you don't just, just, you don't, you can't sit down during the game. You're just standing. Pass. Okay. <laughs> Well, Two Rooms and a Boom is a great game. It only works with large groups of people. I think the smallest amount you can play it with is like nine. I think that's the like theoretical absolute minimum. So we've established before that I like games that allow me to sit and not move. Okay. And uh, this one does not sound like it will fall into those qualifications. No, there there is a little bit of, of milling about. Yeah, pass. Where you have to talk to people. I will make sure that um, our stream captures the game well. <laughs> okay, well, we'll see about that. <laughs> so you'd rather play a werewolf is what you're saying. Oh, God, I hate that game. But would you, if you were forced. If I was forced to play one forced. of the two of them. Oh, but see, if I have to play werewolf, I'd rather play one night ultimate werewolf. Okay. Well, if you were forced to play regular werewolf, oh. regular takes oh. more than half an hour werewolf. Oh. Oh, no. Even though it's on this list as a, as a game that you could play at lunch, it's not. I don't know why I put it on this list. It's, to torture people? <laughs> you can't play this in half an hour. You could play one night ultimate werewolf in, yeah. in half an hour. That's true, I guess. But Okay. You're getting out of the question. You're trying to change the subject. Because if you were I, forced. No. That I would play two rooms in a boom. Okay. Because I hate regular werewolves. All right. Well, oh. you heard it here, folks. Johnny's going to play two rooms in a boom at our charity event. If if I have to pick between those yeah, two. You do. Yeah. You too. How do you feel about cash and guns? I like it. Do you think that that is an appropriate game to take to your workplace and play in the break room during lunch? Depends on where you work. Yeah, it really does. I mean, it really depends on your workplace. And, like, if you work in, like, a children's, like, daycare, probably not. Uh, yeah, no, you probably shouldn't be pointing foam guns at, <laughs> at your coworkers if you work at a children's yeah, daycare. Yeah, no. Um, but if you work, like, I don't know, if at a real laid-back, like, chill kind of place, sure, why not? I mean, it just really depends on the environment that you work at. I guess that's... that's... If you work at a post office, I'd say no. <laughs> Wow, John D., that's a really great joke from the <laughs> 90s. So, it was funny. Shut up. Uh, uh, Wits and Waiters is also on this list. As you recently learned, you love that. I do. It's super fun. I mean, if you're going to play Wits and Waiters, you should play Wits and Waiters Party. Oh, and if you're yeah. going to play Wits and Waiters Party, you should play Vegas Wits and Waiters. 
Yes, which recently finished its Kickstarter. Yeah. So watch for it to hit retail. Yes. It's going to be a really cool new way to play. Yes. Although I think we might have definitely house ruled and broken it. Yeah. Would we have like $88,000 in as We broke the economy of that game. And once we did that, we realized that we are most definitely playing it wrong. Well, when I won that bet and had $88,000, I was I think I realized hmm, that we were doing something wrong. Maybe <laughs> not supposed to do maybe that. this is incorrect although there was nothing in the rules that said otherwise right so but it was the rules that were posted on bgg so as far as i know those are the final rules well i guess whenever the game comes out and has the fully printed new three pieces of rule book we'll see but until then you are free to bet billions of dollars on yourself in wits and wagers on the um I'm pretty sure that that, that you can't that, is not that okay. you can't blind bet blind bet on, on yourself, yourself like with that. all of your well yeah. you can blind bet just not all your like winnings in in addition to yeah I'm, I'm, I went all in yeah you did you went all I in I knew the answer to that question yeah and you broke the game I knew the answer to that question was 1934 totally broke the game Jared don't broke don't ask me questions about Donald Duck <laughs> broke the economy I of the know game. the answer I was I was only one year off by the way. Well, too bad because in Wits and Wagers. So if you if if you are listening to this and you've never played Wits and Wagers, it's a think of it as a board game version of that one part of The Price Is Right where you have to guess how much the showcase is worth, but about facts that you can't possibly know the answer to. Like for example, what year did Donald Duck first appear in a cartoon? <laughs> I guess it's impossible. It's Jared impossible to know. 1934. You, you cannot possibly ever and know. And you're supposed the to guess as question. close as you can, and then you bet on who you think got the closest without going over. And Jared knew that he had the answer oh, right. Oh, I 100% knew that I oh, had Oh, so it they did something really funny, not funny to me. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> and you didn't think anything of it. Okay, so we were playing with some wagers. John D gets up to go to the bathroom. So while she's gone, I was like, guys, I have a really good idea. Let's find a question in here, memorize what the answer is, and then we'll just act like it's normal. We'll ask the question. We'll all write the answer. We'll all write the exact same thing. She'll she'll catch on because we've all written the exact same thing. Can't possibly be a thing that we would all know. Randomly pulled a card out. It was how much did, like, what is the highest dollar amount that a comic book has ever sold for? And it was Action Comics number one, Superman's first appearance. 2.16 million dollars so we all write 2.16 million dollars we wait for johnny to say something about it she says nothing i even said johnny don't you think it's weird that we all know the answer to this question that we all wrote the right answer and i said no because okay here's the thing jared works in a comic book store my husband spends like a good 50 percent of his time playing around looking at reddit and our other friend kind of is a Rolodex of of weird knowledge. So it really did not surprise me that now had had it been um had it been like some other random weird thing that they all knew the answer to, yeah, I would have thought it was odd. But the fact that it was comic book and it was something like that happened in like 2016 or 2015. So it was like fairly recent knowledge. I was like, oh, so the fact that they hang out, all three of them hang out in a comic book store and it happened recently. No, it was not weird. They shouldn't have gone with comic book. I just randomly pulled one out. Yeah. So in the future, whenever we decide to prank you like this, <laughs> I'll make sure that we pick a weird one so that, you know, uh huh. No, I mean, I don't know. You didn't question it at all. Nope. Even when I was like, John D, you don't think this is weird. Nope. No, why would I? Because we all wrote exactly the same thing. We all wrote exactly the correct answer. There are five exactly correct answers over there. Nope, didn't think it was weird. <laughs> I mean, we didn't we didn't let her get cheated out of points. We No, they didn't. They fessed Like immediately up. I was like, "Johnny." <laughs> they They fessed up. They said they cheated. But you took a really long time in the bathroom, so we got bored and had to prank you. Yep. 
what is this? Lotus? That's that uh, renegade flower game, right? Flower game, yeah. Yeah. Where you're like putting flower petals yeah. on flowers. It takes I haven't like, played that one. E- even with like five players, it takes like maybe 30 minutes to play. It took us like 40 minutes because we were reading the rules the first time I played. Oh, that's when you were, that's, you guys were doing that whenever I was ordering like 15 drinks from the bar. <laughs> yes. It was really crowded at the bar at Origins and you came back with like three drinks. Um, and we still, like, with everybody drinking and stuff <laughs> and trying to read rules, it still only took us, like, 40 minutes to play the game. It took, like, so. 15 minutes for me to get through the line the first time. So the second time, I was like, I'm just going to get more like than one three drink. drinks. So, but, yeah, it's the game's really pretty, and you're just making flowers out of flower petals. So, um, yeah, it's, you know, definitely a 30-minute game, and I really like it. So um, I put space alert on here because that's another one of those games where it's going to take an amount of time. It's going to take a set amount of time. You know, ahead of time, how long it's going to be space alert. It's the, it's in the same universe as um, it's, it's in the same universe as I want to say it's in the same universe as galaxy trucker. Oh, my favorite like story game. wise, my favorite. Game. It's either in the same galaxy as galaxy trucker or as, um, the, the, what's the other one where you're in command of the ship and it takes like eight players to play it and there's also a dice version of it uh, resistance is, is futile is the name of the expansion what is the, the name Borg? of that game holy crap no 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 it's a uh... cat what's the name of that game the the one where it takes like seven people to play it and you each have your own Battle station. Oh my god. Space cadets? Space cadets? Well, <laughs> space alert is a Vlada how do you say it? How Vlada Shuttle. Yeah. Then then yeah, and then it's Galaxy Trekker. Yeah. And it's a Space Czech Cadets games, is the name of the game that Czech, I was it's a Czech cadet uh Czech Games edition game. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah, it's in the same universe as that. Well, anyway, you've just dropped out of hyperspace. Your ship's exploding. Everything's bad. You have to program your character movements ahead of time. Okay. And you have to communicate with your other people. Because when it gets to resolution phase and it turns out that you didn't do what I told you to do and we bumped into each other and the whole ship explodes because you didn't go and recharge the batteries like we all said that you needed to. Yeah, Johnny, this day, this game is definitely not for you. You would hate it. You would 100% hate it. It sounds like it. You're going to force me to play this, aren't you? Uh, I think it's one of Kat's favorites. Yes. Producer Kat said yes. It's one of her favorites. So, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and I have the expansion for it as well that makes it um, spicy. More spicy. It, it, it takes 10 minutes to play each mission. So, so I mean, at least I would only be stressed out for 10 minutes. Yes. Yes. It comes with a CD that has various soundtracks on oh, it. Oh, yay. My favorite. Yeah. Well, I have them all on my phone. Not on this phone. They're on They're on that phone that's in there that is broken. Okay. Well, I can just download them again from their website. But, but yeah, it's um, you have 10 minutes, and you program your movement ahead of time. And, um, yeah, Jondi, if you don't go recharge the batteries when we play this, I'm going to yell at you because our ship is going to explode. Okay. Bang, the dice game. I like the dice version more than the card version. What is this? Are you dying? Oh, Johnny's dying. Uh, Okay, Suro. Suro. Okay, so not my favorite game in the whole world. Not my favorite game in the whole world. Actually, one of my favorite games that you don't have to think about at all. So for like three years now, they've been advertising like, hey, we've got this 10th anniversary edition coming. Never came. Ah. Never came. That's true. Now it's too late. I ask them about it every year at Gen Con. I'm like, (laughs) hey, when's that anniversary edition coming? Maybe maybe for the 15th anniversary. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. My husband really likes the game, and I we really only like have it. we only have Sorrow of the Seas, but you don't need both because you can play Sorrow of the Seas like without the sea stuff, yeah. and then it's the same game anyway. Mm. 
Yeah, basically. I mean, it's the, it's the same game. Yeah, you just play yeah. without the sea monsters. It's a tiny bit different, but yeah, it's basically the same. It looks different, but it's still, it's still the, pretty much the same game. Yeah. So, it's it's an abstract game, um, pretty much. It's. Yeah, I guess abstract's a good way to put it. I guess that's fair. I mean, you're just putting down things and moving your dude along the path. Yeah. So when I play it with my nephew, it's really funny because as he's moving his ship along, he makes like this sound. It's really cute. Well, that's cool. Um, can I talk about something here that I put on the on the docket as a joke? So sure. on the recipe, I put I put like a lunchbox with a cold thermos of soup or a thermos of cold soup or something like that. And you actually made a you got us a recipe. And it says you can put it in a thermos. Yeah. Did you do that because I made the thermos comment? Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I did. What's your recipe, John D? So I decided it's it's fall, and you know, in some places it doesn't actually feel like fall, but it is officially fall now, and we're talking about lunchtime games. So I decided to go with a soup. And yes, you can put soup in a thermos and take it to work. Yeah, you can. So it's a good lunchtime thing. And I decided to go with miso noodle soup. So more than just a miso soup, it's got a little bit of, it's got the noodles and stuff in it. So it's a little bit more of a filling soup. And miso soup is really easy to make at home. You can actually make it in 15 minutes. Well, you got to get, you got if you have access to dashi, it's easy to make. If you don't have access to dashi, then... Um, well, I believe this one. I didn't look at what recipe you made because the, the new website broke it. This one, you don't actually have to have. Is that fixed have... now? Is that? I haven't looked. Okay. But you don't actually have to have dashi with this one. So. You just have to have vegetable stock and miso. Okay. Just white miso. Which you can buy at an Asian store. Yeah. And udon noodles. And uh, chicken or vegetable stock. Um, carrots. Um, snow peas. Mushrooms. I'm sorry, is that no peas or sn- snow, snow peas. peas? And then no mushrooms. Got it. No mushrooms if you don't like mushrooms. And uh, some green onions. And it's, it's really easy to make. And you can make it in about 15 minutes. Put it in your thermos. Take it to work. So, there you go. Well, uh, hopefully we'll get that fixed. I just posted a test recipe, and it worked. So, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's what's wrong with your situation there. Uh, I'm not sure why you can't post recipes. I can't delete this recipe though. Oh, I can't move it to trash. Yeah. Sorry, you are not allowed to move this out of trash. <laughs> so what happened was... You broke our recipe. No, what happened was we, we moved to a new content management system. And the new recipe plugin wasn't... Like, whoever made it didn't make it right. They didn't make it to specifications of the content management system as far as user permissions goes. So I had to get in there myself... I had to add some lines of code. Well, so the problem now is because previously there were not defined permissions for needing they don't access. Need to know all this. Well, I'm I'm still explaining it cuz I'm padding for time here. No. Because no. you weren't explicitly asking for permission. The website wasn't it didn't require your user permissions to allow that. <sighs> So now, Jondi's not allowed to ever make a recipe. And actually, um, I need to change the error message to, I'm sorry, you're fired. <laughs> you're fired because you pooped in my house. <laughs> so I think if you edit the one that is already here, then it might be okay. What is it? What's this called? Miso? Miso, miso noodle whole, soup. Whole, what? Miso, miso noodle soup. <laughs> <laughs> okay miso miso noodle soup okay okay well anyway i guess johnny's gonna try to get that 
recipe posted. Um, yeah, it. I don't know. I'll try to fix the website. Okay. Well, in the meantime, did you pick any Kickstarters? Nope. Nope. You just left it all to me, huh? Well, I mean, there's really only that's fine. One up that I'm pay- even paying attention. Which to one right is that? Now. Um, it's the Rooster Rush. Oh yeah, that's the new Mayday Games. Yeah. Gaijin. Gaijin. Gaijin Rush. Rush. Yeah. Okay. Which um, it's like you fl- you spin little tokens, and then it's mm. uh then you slap down. It's 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 cute. It's cute little roosters making a mad dash across the street game. That's cool. So the ones that I've picked here, um, one of them as as this episode goes live will be ending very shortly. So if you didn't know about it, uh, whoops. What the Legend of Korra game? Yes. Yes, it'll end like the day after this goes up. But it's already funded, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's like quintuple, sextuple. Funding. Why does IDW keep doing Kickstarters? I don't know. I mean, they're a comic book company. They don't need Kickstarters. This seems really great. This seems, and I don't really understand how they're running this Kickstarter. I don't think they know how to run a Kickstarter <laughs> because they, they said like, we're not doing any stretch goals, but every day we're going to upgrade the game in, a, in some way. We're going to add something new. What? <laughs> yeah. Those are stretch goals. Then It says, it says, hold on. Where is it? Where is it? It says no stretch goals. Upgrades for your deluxe edition will be revealed throughout the campaign. All I know is you can play as the Fire Ferrets, and that's all I care about. Well, that's cute. Everybody knows Fire Ferrets best team. Ugh. So it's it's Legend of Korra Pro Bending Arena, and it's based on that one storyline in the in the show where Korra joined a pro bending team. So it's Ninja Turtles only. Legend no, 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 of Korra. no, 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 no. It just has there's one board, and it's the it's the arena. You get a referee die. You get some minis. You maneuver them about. You do your bending attacks. You throw your stuff now there is uh like a mini expansion that adds bad guys and i'm not gonna talk too much about what it is uh, it's, it's only spoilers. a two-player game it's spoilers for the show if you haven't seen legend of Korra at this point i don't know what to do for you but fire fair it's best team another kickstarter now i don't know can i talk about this let me just read this. A collaborative card game of trust, intimacy, and communication for two players, human, cross alien. It, it, it A game where you and a partner help a tentacled alien and a curious human have a mutually satisfying romantic encounter. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's called consentical, like consent and tentacle. Seriously, Jared? <laughs> Do you remember when that uh, t- tentacle game from Japan anime got banned from Kickstarter? <gasps> I forgot about that. So when I started following this Kickstarter, I was like, oh, same thing's going to happen. No, they are like way overfunded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's... um. I don't know. It actually seems like a really cool, unique game. Dan Yarrington's backing it. <gasps> That's the guy that owns Game Salute. Yes, it is. Uh, so yeah, I guess I guess if he is backing it, then I wonder if Game Salute's going to pick this up. Maybe they might do the um, fulfillment. Oh, I they bet, might do I it through Ship Naked. Yeah. The first time I got a package at my parents' house from Ship Naked, my dad was like, "What is what this? What is this?" And I was like, "This is this is a." company that sends out board games for other companies <laughs> <laughs> um if you back at the 200 dollars level for consentical you get um rubber rubber tentacles that they had at their like exhibit booth gross because yeah. it was at the booth and think of all the people that touched it and played with it and it has con cred it it might have con cred yes <laughs> Yes. The next game that we've got on Kickstarter is uh, we don't have on Kickstarter. I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, 
someone has died a silly game about serious business now i played the prototype of this game and let me tell you this is one of the weirdest goofiest little games um <laughs> so um some of your characters are given identities uh, the one here that they've got showcased and the one that the only one actually that I knew anything about during the prototype was a robot with feelings. So you'll have an identity. You'll have a relationship with the deceased and your job is to convince the other people that you should get their belongings. So everyone is. Yeah. What's that face? You're it's a negotiation game that takes place at the reading of a will. You. Oh, dear God. <laughs> It's a storytelling game. It's a collaborative storytelling game. So you know how much I love those. Yeah. Yeah. This is, um, this is another one of those turning it into a role-playing game with Jared. Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely a role-playing game. Yep. And actually one of the reviews said, someone has died, lured me into actually thinking I would be able to play a role I made up as I go along in a game. Yep. Because Jared does this every time we play anything <laughs> like this. Um, Ex Machina, Sheriff of Nottingham, Anything like this, Jared makes up roles and talks in weird voices. And yeah. Yep. Yep. We will post some videos on our YouTube channel of Jared doing this. Well, we did Sheriff of we Nottingham. We already did Sheriff of Nottingham. But we can play other games. Yeah. We can play other we'll games. Just put, we'll post clips so you don't have to watch like an hour long, hour oh. and a half long video of him doing it. I mean, every game is a role playing game. Yep. Uh, and then the last one, I think you should definitely click on this one since you didn't, you weren't really following anything. You're going to want to take a look at this one yourself. Um, I believe it's pronounced Cerebria. That looks right. Oh my God. The minis are so pretty. Yeah. The, so they do come unpainted, but you can upgrade to get painted ones. Yeah. I can't afford that. But it's a, um, it's a team-based arena control game set inside a person's mind. So, you know, you could probably see the potential there. It's $100 if I want the pre-painted minis. Yeah. It's not cheap. It's not super cheap to get pre-painted. But I think the base game itself is like $75. $75, bucks, yep. So, um, super pretty, though. You know, adding tw an another $25 on there. I to mean, get them $25 for prepaid yeah. minis is not bad. It's not bad. bad. But it, this is kind of a more expensive game. I mean, the Legend of Korra one was 65 I mean, it's a Kickstarter. It looks like it's going to be a Kickstarter exclusive game. This is not yes, going to go retail. I do not think this will. Yeah, you will be able to get this outside. There's a, it says Kickstarter exclusive on it. I believe this is not a. I mean, like Legend of Korra, you're going to be able to get. Yeah, it's IDW. IDW, it's going to be, it's in, gonna be in every comic store. Yeah. Um, the, the tentacle alien game. Probably not going to be. Probably not. But they'll probably have a website that you can order it on. Yeah, and then uh, someone has died. I think this is just going to be. I I don't know that it'll be available, really outside of this campaign. But hard to say because I would have I would have said that about some other weird party games that you yeah. can find at Target now. Yeah. Like yeah, remember, bears versus babies. Do you remember five years ago when there was this dumb little game about poop jokes called Cards Against Humanity? And now, now you can, you buy, can it buy it at Target? Target. Isn't that weird? Yep. <sighs> it's just really strange. Um, but yeah, Cerebra, it's, it's it beautiful. looks really cool. If nothing else, go look at it for the art. The art is absolutely gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Now, Mind Clash Games has—they've made a few, a few other games, so I feel comfortable. I it feel is well confident. It is fully well over uh, backed. It is going yeah. to. It is definitely going to be made. So. They did um, Trickerion and Anachrony. Anachrony right now is one of the hottest games out of Gen Con. Well, and Trickerion. Trickerion has you seen a it, super is... high rating on, yeah. on Board Game Geek. Yeah. It's a super super well received game well and this game um is a one to four player game so if you're yes. into single player games you can play it um on your own as well so if you're yeah, into that i mean and the, the rule book is available there so you can at least look at it i don't think the rules are available for any of the other games but um the artwork in consentacle is weird <laughs> 
It's not as weird as you would think. Oh, it, they do have the rules posted there. It was freaking me out. The chick that was like biting the tentacle or something was yeah, kind it's, of freaking me it, out. This is one of those games where you could definitely get away with playing it in public, but... Well, you could get away with playing tentacle ben- bento in public, too, but... You could. Until somebody's like, oh, what are you playing? And then you're like, uh, well, rummy. Well, what I like... <laughs> you just want to go, rummy? It is. It is rummy. Yeah. In in the consensical Kickstarter, it says, "Is this game NSFW?" Question <laughs> mark. And I like this. It depends on what you mean. Not sig for weddings, Walmart, we little <laughs> kids, women music festivals, witch covens, water, work. The answer is yes, no. That's a parenting decision. Probably not. Yes, the cards are not waterproof and depends. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, mm, there, I mean, it's now, not Jared, are necessarily you overt. All of these Kickstarters? As of this minute, I am not. As of when they end, I might pass on Consentical. I need to read the rules. I need to. I mean, this is one print run only kind of game. So I could definitely see myself. But here's my question if you back it, it is it going to end up on your shelf of shame? Hmm. There's a lot of games. It's going to end up up there with lap dance, isn't it? <laughs> There's a lot of games on the shelf of shame. <laughs> let's let's be real. Because you know what? I have lap dance too, and it's never been opened. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, the other the other three games, definitely. Cerebria, I might not get, but Mind Clash games have put out, f- so far, two amazing games. If I had the money, I would buy Cerebria. Like, like top quality amazing games Trickerion is probably one of the best games that came out yeah. in 2015 i think it was 2015 and we do have one copy in our board game library because i put that in there oh yeah we do yep um legend of Korra. i don't know there's there's pros and cons to picking it up now the pro being like Oh, you get access to a couple extra cards, but the con Whoa. being, uh, how much is this game? This is a $65 game. Yeah, this is probably going to be a lot of like miniature market. For example, is going to have this game for like $40. Yep. So I don't uh, need that off Kickstarter. Mm, I might, <laughs> I might only because that's because you, sir, have a problem. Well, now here here'd be a way to get people to instantly buy this. Now there's a soon to be revealed mystery team. If it was just straight up like previous avatars. <gasps> yeah. That'd be cool. Gasp. What was I want to say Ahsoka, but that's not right cuz that's from from Star Wars. What was the previous? Aang? No, the the um, the Earthbender avatar. Oh, I don't I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna name. have to look that up. Ki- oh, Kyoshi. I guess we don't know anything about the. Do we know the firebending avatar? Mm. Do we? Do we know who that was? I, I don't remember if that um, was. I don't remember. I'm sure it was mentioned, but I don't remember now. Had to have been mentioned. Yeah, you would think so. But now I don't remember. Oh, well. Feel free to tweet that to us. No, not Azula. Azula is the princess. Hmm. I don't remember. Um, If you remember, and you're upset that we didn't remember your favorite character from Avatar The Last Airbender and your favorite fandom, send us a tweet at Eat Shit and Dice. (laughs) <laughs> johnny do you want to talk about the the upcoming important event that we have do you want to say anything about that yep so we've got an extra life event coming up if you don't know what extra life is it is a national charity event that raises money for children's miracle hospitals ours is going to be riley children's hospital here in indiana and it is a 24-hour gaming marathon that was originally started by video gamers and soon joined by the board gaming world 
Yes, or and actually the, the, the tabletop tabletop um, the well, tabletop dates will have already happened by the time you listen to this, but we don't care. We're well we're gonna have next video year gaming. we might switch. We, we might switch, although I, I kinda know. like doing the big it depends National on what that push. It, it depends on what we're doing as far as other conventions and obligations go. So, right, right. So I guess next year's is TBD, but I'm I I am definitely interested in doing it again next year. John D's still on the fence about it, depending on how this goes. But yeah, what what details do they need to know? Um, how well, can they get involved? It will be taking place if you are in the Midwest and can get to the Evansville area, or or wish to travel to the Midwest area to hang out with us. Um, it will be at the VFW post 1114. What's a VFW, John D? Look it up. <laughs> it does not matter. Is the... It's Veterans of Foreign Wars. Oh, my God. Um, also, an addendum to what she said. If you are in the western part of Canada and uh, want to come here as well, Danielle, we, we will not provide you with airfare because we can't afford it, but you are also welcome. We'll pick you up from the airport, actually. Yeah. If you fly into the Evansville airport, we'll pick you up. Definitely, we'll pick you up and you can hang out with us, and we'll even play Burger Up with you. Yeah, absolutely. I think we said that on our last podcast. I think as we well. might have. I don't remember what I what was edited out though. Um, but yeah, all of the information you can get. Um, this isn't really part of the website currently, but but he's going to make it part of the website very soon. Yeah, you can get all this information on our Extra Life team page which um, you can get to. Actually, you... not all the information. That, that page is actually not very... Well, you can get all the information that's available to get. Well, it doesn't, does it have the location? Look, I don't know, okay? No, it doesn't. Okay, well, how about this? All of the information that is on our team page is on our team page, and you can get to our team page by going to eatchitanddice.com slash extralife2017. Uh, it's been brought to my attention that that website doesn't have any information on it, if so. you have access to Facebook, which everybody but Jared, most people in the world but Jared have, uh, we do have a Facebook event on our Facebook page. How about this, John D? How about how about you create an event? How about page I make on our website? How about I make a, a page that has that information and it has a link to our team page on the actual extra life event? So if you can't make it out to the event, and I understand that not everybody can, um, you can still donate through their website. Which again, if you go to each hit and dice slash extra life twenty seventeen, that'll take you to our team page on Extra Life's website. We'll have a link on our website as well. Yes, yeah, so we'll also do that. And you can you can donate there. It's 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 a secure website. It also, I think, somehow is tax deductible, but I am not um I'm not an accountant. But it does say somewhere on their website that it qualifies because it's a charitable donation. You need to talk to your um, certified planning accountant. What is the CPA? Certified CPA professional. Certified professional accountant. I don't know. I don't know. Talk to your accountant <laughs> if you want to get it tax deducted. Otherwise, um, you can just come to the event and give us money, and we will. And it will go to Riley Children's Hospital. Yeah. So everything, every single penny that's being raised is going. To and, Riley Children's Hospital. And barring any issues, we will be streaming the whole thing on, on most of it anyway. Yeah. It'll be online. I'm sure we'll be taking some breaks where we'll be like, you know, we'll be back after these, after a few minutes. Yeah. Um, John but. D and I are the only ones that are actually going to have to be there the whole time. Now, I mean, we're, we're going to take breaks. You and I are going to uh, have to take breaks to probably. eat and stuff. But, you know, just because it is a 24 hour event, don't think, oh God, I can't come to that. I can't do that for 24 hours. Yeah, you don't have to be there. You don't have to be there for 24 hours. You can come and hang out for a couple hours and then be like, see you later. Yeah. Peace you can, out. You can just show up, play some games and leave. There are going to be some fabulous prizes there. We've had some games donated that we will be um, giving away. And if you want to know how you can get those fabulous prizes, come to the event or check out the event info page after I make one on our website. make one. <laughs> I will hound him about that. And make sure that it goes up very soon. Just follow our Twitter because we'll post an announcement about when that page is ready. Yeah. And uh, the event is November 4th. Yes. So, you know, it's going to be here faster than you think, but we've still got a little bit of time to figure out all the kinks and stuff. Yes. But and yeah, we're let's... hoping to have, uh, well, we will have some video game stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be a Mario Kart event. Yep. I'll be providing a prize for that. Um, 
we're working with we're working with somebody that we think is going to be bringing um, some video game systems and stuff, so you can just play video games while cool. you're there. And that's not guaranteed yet, but we've also advertised live entertainment, but we have one person for sure that's going to be doing some live entertainment. I, I'm not sure what all what all that's going to entail. But not yet, but we're working on that. So. We've still got a little bit of time, and knowing the way that people in our lives organize things, we have until um, until five minutes before the event starts <laughs> to finalize some of those details, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, boy. So anyway, that's something to look forward to. When he to. says people in our lives, he's referring to the two of us. <laughs> that's something to look forward to, and um, we'll have all that information on the website. If you haven't been to the new website since I fixed it, Check it out. I mean, it's a, it's a website. It's a podcast website. There's not much going on there. If you already listen to the podcast, then that website's not going to do much for you. But there is a video section. Maybe you haven't seen our videos. Who knows? I don't know you. We're going to start having more videos. Yeah, we're going to do more more videos. My table will fill up this room, and then it'll fill up your computer screens. Yep. So anyway, until next time. Which means it's going to have to have better lights in here. I, I am gonna, I'm going to have to replace that light bulb. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> For like two years, that light bulb has been... That's probably more than more than two years yeah. that that light bulb's been out. Yep. <laughs> anyway, John D., until next time. You can eat chit and dice. All right, bye. Eat Chit and Dice is a production of Swin Media and is distributed under a Creative Commons license. Attribution, non-commercial, share alike, 4.0 international. I hate that light bulb. How much of that poop conversation do you think I should leave in? I'm thinking about just leaving all of it in. Oh my God. Or if I edit all of it out, leave this part in so that people are like, <laughs> what, poop conversation? what did I miss? What, what is he talking about? What did I miss? Well, I'm glad we forever have that recorded. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs>